everyone. I'm Meli Ramirez, the host of Chingonas Only Club, an Amplify Her Media Network production. Please stick around till the end of the show if you want to know how you can help the podcast. We are doing a fundraiser to purchase some equipment. If it's something you're interested in, check the show notes for the links on how you can help support. Get ready, get comfortable, and let's dive in. All right. Today's episode, I have to say, came to me over music or in the form of music. I have to give you some celebrity gossip so you can understand the context of the issue of the songs that I'm going to be talking about today. The tea, as promised, will be good this morning. (laughs) And while I don't usually follow celebrity gossip, I heard these songs And I ran to Google to figure out what the heck happened to make these women so angry because their songs, their lyrics were just spewing just all of their emotions. And it was very raw. Um, And you know what? I was not disappointed. (laughs) As many of you chingonas have probably already heard, Gita and Miley Cyrus took the world by storm with their songs this past week outlining just how over they are of their ex-husbands. Of course, this is not the first time I've heard women pour their relationship experiences into their music. My Taylor Swift fans know that her love life stays at the top of the music charts. Alicia Keys, A Woman's Worth, Altered My Brain Chemistry. (laughs) Carrie Underwood's Before He Cheats made me want to throw something at Joe, even though he's just a kind human being. And Better Dig 2 by the band Perry lives rent-free in my head. But this time, it's different. At least for me, as a listener, it was different. We'll start off with Shakira, Okay. So Shakira's song is, of course, in Spanish, and that kind of makes me a little sad because it means that the English speakers will not really be able to appreciate the masterpiece she wrote. Her metaphorical references, her play on words, and her punny references to her ex and his mistress are just absolute gold, and I'm here for every single word of it. Not to mention the incredibly catchy beat. Her ex and his new girlfriend will not be able to escape this song. And honestly, this is where it gets really interesting because over the past 72 hours, the song has had over 105 million views. That's three days. And the foreign press is all over it, dissecting every lyric and every note. And the part that really shocked me was the press was saying that Shakira was wrong for doing this. And honestly, I was very surprised by that reaction. Shakira is a world-renowned superstar, and she has been since the early 90s and more recently in the United States when she crossed over and started making music in English. She's loved, she's respected in and out of the music industry for her philanthropic work and her just musical genius. She quietly handled this scandal caused by her ex-husband and his infidelities, which he was very open about. Like he 
just openly cheated on this wonderful woman. She quietly handled the false tax fraud accusations launched against her as soon as news of their divorce leaked. By the way, they were all false. She gracefully went through her divorce, taking back everything she owned and earned during her relationship to save their two sons the embarrassment in front of the press. And all the while, Herat Pique paraded his mistress and the reason for the divorce all over public events and outings with his parents and showed zero remorse or consideration for how this made Shakira feel. No one chastised this man. His parents helped him hide his affair because they liked this other woman, apparently, and I don't know if this is true, because, you know, Herat Pique comes from old money and Shakira didn't grow up wealthy. So not to mention, and I forget the fact that she is worth three times more than he is now. So that's stupid to me, but bigotry exists everywhere. So now that she's finally speaking out about everything he, his mistress, and his parents did to her, the press is saying that she's gone too far. And they're basically saying that women can be angry and they just shouldn't talk about it. It's beneath us. They're talking like she's embarrassing herself. And it's also not men who are saying this. It's actually other women. They're saying that Shakira is embarrassing herself by putting her business out there, that she should be taking the high road. And to come after his parents is taking it too far. Not just in the song, but the house that Herard Pique's parents live in is literally right next door to Shakira's house. And she won that house in the divorce. So his parents need to pack up and move out. So she left them homeless. And I think it's hilarious because they have money. They'll be fine. The press is saying that they've taken this too far and that the betrayal essentially just needs to be swept under the rug to save face for Gerard Pique and his new girlfriend. Like she's making their lives miserable by putting this song out there. And frankly, it's laughable. It's not too far fetched from what happens to women every single day independent, solid women who understand their value and refuse to accept mediocrity from men or from their partners will walk away from a relationship in which they did not feel valued. And these women are hated in society by men and by women with internalized misogyny. They think like, yeah, you can't be too strong. Men don't like that. (laughs) You'd be surprised how Many women internalize these type of feelings and see these women as a threat to marriage, relationships, and their femininity altogether. The Shakira song is an anthem to women everywhere. Whether or not all women are ready to heal and hear the truth, you are allowed to be angry. And I think that's like the overall message. And you are the victim. As long as you speak facts, you can speak your side. The humiliation of the betrayal done to you should be exposed. Hushing about it gives these individuals power over you. And so I'm honestly, I have every intention to listen to Shakira's song on replay as long as you know, I can tolerate, which is probably going to be a long time because like I said, it's such a good song. And I'm going to support her cause because fuck everyone who says it's unladylike. <laughs> I want her to make millions of dollars on this track. I want it to be an anthem and a reminder of the time she stood up for herself and took her crown back because 
You know what's worse than being betrayed? It's being a cheater, being a liar, a woman who would break up a family, a man who can't keep his word, a father who would not show his sons how he respects their mother, someone who doesn't understand your worth. That's way worse than being cheated on. And so this song just got me thinking on this topic and all the shit that we tolerate as women. This is probably one of the biggest things, right? We tolerate this kind of behavior and then we tolerate people when they tell us that it's okay, that we're overreacting. And so my girl is not overreacting. She can sing all she wants about Herapika's BS. And just like she says in her song, if he if she didn't want him talking about it, then he shouldn't have done it right? It's almost like, oh no, here come the consequences of my actions type of deal. (laughs) Deal with it. So anywho, the other song was from Miley Cyrus. Miley Cyrus is no Shakira, right? Miley Cyrus and Shakira live like on two different universes of the music industry just because of their personalities and how long they've each been around and just their fan base is totally different. Miley Cyrus has also been a very controversial person and her on and off, again, boyfriend turned fiance turned husband was, I think, always looked at as a victim of Miley because her very out of this world personality, edgy character almost clashed with his quiet and reserved demeanor, which is what he presented himself as. And a lot of people couldn't understand this odd couple, essentially. So whenever there was a breakup between these two, the assumption was that her fiance was sick of Miley's shit. Having your future wife swinging naked on a wrecking ball for the world to see was not something he signed up for. And their appearances on the red carpet or always pictured a very uncomfortable Hemsworth and never failed to capture him telling Miley to behave. And people felt for him. No one ever paused to think that what he was doing was telling her to change the person she always was. And that's not something you do to someone you love. Like, I don't look at my husband and and when I'm in public and I'm like, oh my God, like, why are you acting this way? Get yourself together. And he definitely does not tell me that. And both these men did this. Both Herat Pique did this to Shakira. He, whenever she would get goofy in front of the press, he would grab her like and tell her to calm down or like to behave or to act her age. And Miley Cyrus's husband also did that to her on the red carpet in many occasions. And they had like open arguments where she would just get tired of it. And she's like, you just let me be, right? Um. But yeah, nobody ever paused to think that what he was doing was wrong. And the fact is that Shakira and Miley's husbands just made every attempt to dim them because they were just a little too bright. (laughs) They were a little too much. Miley Cyrus's ex-husband, their wedding, dedicated When I Was Your Man, which is a song by Bruno Mars, and she released a song on his birthday, which is the epitome of petty. 
<laughs> and it's titled Flowers. And it's the exact opposite of her husband's dedication saying where he says, I could have bought you flowers. In her song, it says, I can buy myself flowers and love me better than you can. And that's not all. She filmed a music video in the house where her ex-husband apparently rented on 14 occasions to cheat on her with various women. And so if you watch the music video, she's dancing all over the damn house, just like jamming out in the kitchen, in the pool, just saying, I know what you did. And then at one point, she's in a bathing suit because Miley never fails to come out in a bathing suit. And she's doing her ex-husband's workout routine. <laughs> so she's doing like freaking burpees and stuff in her bathing suit by the pool. I don't know if she's mocking him like, it's not that serious. You're not that hard. <laughs> and it's no sweat. And so I found that so funny. But yeah, she's saying this shit is nothing and it doesn't hurt me and I don't need you and you're worthless and I'm worth everything. And honestly, I'm here for this too. Like every day, women find themselves in relationships where they're not valued. They're made to think that they're shining too bright. They dim themselves to a point where they can't even recognize the person they are. And they give into every bullshit request from their partners because what will people say? They tolerate infidelities, lies, gaslighting, and in extreme cases, domestic abuse and domestic violence, both physical and mental abuse. So ladies, listen to all the songs I mentioned, because you're not the first one to go through this. Society may tell you it's okay for people to do this shit and that you should gracefully just bow out and accept it and move on. But I'm here to remind you to say to those people to kindly go fuck themselves because as a child of domestic violence and a victim of domestic violence, I can tell you that I witnessed all of these behaviors and I'm talking about these things were done to my mother, down to my father's family covering up his affairs and in some cases even introducing him to women who they felt were a better fit for him. I was introduced to these women as a child, and I was told that they would be my mother soon, okay? This, this shit is not okay, especially when you're a queen like Shakira and Miley who can more than take care of yourselves. You've conquered the worst of times, and honestly, things will get better. And no one's ever going to love you better than you. So... I know the episode started off very gossipy, but <laughs> music, poetry, and art, they carry so much power. They're all meant to be a mirror to be held up so that we can better see ourselves and the world around us. And for me, it serves as validation of all of the things that I experienced and the things that I feel. And some may think that it's super goofy, but I can honestly pinpoint a song, book, or poem for every stage of my life. So if you haven't already, check out these songs and add them to your playlist. Maybe they'll speak to you. So remember your worth, okay? I also want to talk about betrayal. Because in every single point of what I mentioned with these two women, betrayal was really at the foundation of all of this. And I had someone ask me recently, what are the things that I will not tolerate? Where do I draw the line? Because I like to think of myself as a forgiving person. But I have my limits. I think everybody does. And so I was asked, like, 
what are those limits? And I said, people who lie is a big no-no for me because when people lie to me, I take it as a sign of they are questioning my intelligence. When people lie to you and expect you to believe it, they think that they're smarter than you, that they can get away with the lie. And that's something that is pretty offensive to me because it's almost like you're treating me as an inferior person by lying to me, either because you want to be deceitful or because you think I can't handle the truth. Either way, it's not something that I will tolerate. It's just not okay. So when people lie to you, I treat it as a form of betrayal, a betrayal of our trust, friendship, relationship, love, whatever it might be. When I actually talk to my kids a lot about this, I have three boys and I always tell them, I would rather you tell me what it is that's happening than you lie to me. Lying is not something that I tolerate in this household. And I always tell them that in my eyes, at least, liars are the worst kind of people because they're capable of anything. A person who's willing to look at you to your face and tell you a lie is capable of doing anything because at that point, you don't matter to them. And so when my kids lie, big or small, we always have long conversations about it. And because of that, my kids have come to be like very honest about things with me. And man, let me tell you, it's not all good. Okay, because sometimes they tell you some hard truths. Kids will tell you some hard truths. But I like to make that space for them. And I would feel extremely betrayed by anyone who lied to me. If my husband ever say cheated on me, like Shakira's husband or like Bailey's husband, I don't think that I would be as upset over the cheating part. I think I would be more upset over the lying, over the betrayal, because I think that's what people get embarrassed about. They feel stupid because this is someone that you trust. Why would I assume that you're lying? And someone who's willing to take advantage of that trust is honestly just the worst kind of person. And there's just no coming back from something like that. Not because of the cheating, like I said, it's because of the betrayal, the lies that you told me, the person that you presented yourself as who you were not. That would be something that... I definitely could not come back from. And that goes with any relationship, friends, family. When it gets to that point, I can't fake it. I will forgive what you did, but I will move on. I'm not going to stay stuck in that repetitive pattern of you tell me a lie. I believe it. I find out I'm hurt. I forgive you. We move on together and then we go through it all over again. That's not something that I think I can handle, mostly because I choose not to. <laughs> and so I don't know when I heard these songs and then I heard people's reactions to them. 
particularly to Shakira. And I think it's funny because like I said at the beginning of the episode, the band Perry, Carrie Underwood, um, there's so many artists that have come up with songs like this. Taylor Swift talks about every single breakup ever. So many, so much music that is already out there where women are just laying it all out there and they're not holding back. And it's ironic because if you look at people's response to Miley Cyrus and her song Flowers, it's all positive. Women are like, thank you so much for writing an anthem for me. I'm going to put this on replay. Miley Cyrus is speaking for every woman who's ever been cheated on or lied to or whatever the case. While Shakira is experiencing an entirely different level of whiplash from the media. And I think it's for two reasons. One, the song is in Spanish. English speakers can't come out there and support your girl like they just they can't you can if you want to go for it please but you don't understand what she's saying and so it's hard for you to support something that way too because she is from a latin background she's a colombiana she's colombian um, really we're very different right women are more subservient or brought up to be that way we are more misogynistic culture women are not typically the ones that are head of household who make the decisions and things like that so to see a strong and powerful woman speaking her truth these other women who have internalized misogyny for their entire lives they're flabbergasted <laughs> they are taken aback by Shakira's willingness to take on all these enemies and putting everybody on blast because they would never do that and it reminds me of my family right and how I was brought up and I listen to these women on these panels talking about her and how she's embarrassing herself and that she shouldn't do that and she should act more ladylike and blah 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 that's hilarious because I'm like oh my god that sounds like my mother that sounds like my my aunts, it basically sounds like my Mexican family. When someone cheats on them or when someone cheats on someone, they bash the woman and or like they bash the woman that the man cheated on with or they say that something must not be happening at home by this woman. She doesn't cook for him. She doesn't clean for him. And, you know, he's going to go find somebody who does. I'm like, a man is not going to go cheat on you because someone cooks better. That's not how that works. But it's hilarious to see it. And I think also the age difference, right? Shakira is 42 years old. I don't know how old Miley is, but she's not in her 40s, right? So it's a different age group that you're dealing with. And Shakira addresses that in her music. She says, I'm worth two 22-year-olds, basically. You downgraded from a Ferrari to a Wingo, which is like a beater in Colombia. <laughs> and from a Rolex to a Casio. She just goes on and on making these comparisons. And it's, again, it's funny because she's not wrong. Like, it, she's putting this woman on blast. She's basically saying it doesn't matter who you are, how much money you have, how much fame, how intelligent, how everything. The fact of the matter is that if this dude can't appreciate and understand your worth, they're never going to value it. And she's basically, don't, I'm over it. There is nothing that I'm walking away from here. Like I'm losing nothing. You are losing everything. And that's the way it should be. And so I think 
Sakira's age, Sakira's Latin background, um, the people who listen to Shakira around the world, like people from Spain, South America, Central America, Spanish-speaking cultures are just built differently. And so I think that's why she's getting backlash while Miley's getting praise because she's young, right? She start, she's supposed to be. And Miley has always been like this very edgy character. Um, but so has Shakira. But unfortunately, people don't know Shakira that way. People know Shakira as this blonde woman who gets up and dances. We know Shakira from the early 90s she was a rocker she plays electric guitar like it's nobody's business she used to have dreadlocks and red highlights in her hair and she is a lyrical genius when she writes her music and people don't know that about her so for them to see her in her almost true form it's not something that people are used to and so I think that's where that backlash is coming from but also society in general because like there's a saying in Spanish it says calladita te ves más bonita which is basically it's you look prettier when you're quiet and I cannot tell you how many times girls young girls little girls hear this growing up because you're not supposed to be loud you're not supposed to be argumentative. You're not supposed to have an attitude. And so people say like, hey, shh, calladita te ves más bonita. People say this all the time, but like this is the version of that. This is the adult version of that. They're basically telling Shakira that calladita te ves más bonita. I love you and you're cute and you're amazing. But And so I think it's just, it's funny. But I'm glad that she did that. And she's not giving a shit. And she's going to make a bunch of money out of Herarpika's embarrassment. And I'm here for it. Because you know what? He embarrassed her. He humiliated her. And I'm not one for being revengeful. But this, to me, it's a song. She's a, mus she's a musician. Like, this is what she does. It's dating someone who podcasts and then expecting them to never, ever talk about your daily lives. <laughs> here I am. <laughs> of course, these are our sources of inspiration. And before y'all come at me, I am not comparing myself to Shakira, okay? So I'm just saying inspiration comes from the world around you. What she's gone through obviously impacted her pretty deeply to the point where she had to put pen to paper and get it out. And I'm glad she did because that song is dope. <laughs> so yeah, take a page out of Miley and Shakira's book. Remind yourself of your worth. If you are in a relationship like this where you're constantly being told how to act, how to dress, how to smile, how not to do something, that's not a healthy relationship. And I often talk about that in terms of how I experience domestic violence as a kid growing up and then my first marriage. It's not something that you can fix. These people are broken. Okay. Walk away. Just walk away. Maybe write a song about it for our entertainment and for entertainment purposes only. Or talk to someone. Get it off your chest. But don't think that this is something you have to carry on your own. So if you're not ready to talk about it, but you want to hear about it, I say listen to the songs. Check them out. Make sure. Remember your worth. Remember to love yourself. And don't be afraid to tell people how you want to be loved because that's important, okay? Don't put up with anybody's shit.
so I promised you guys that I would let you in on what we're trying to do with the Chingonas Only Club podcast. And one of the things that I'm trying to do this year is grow the podcast by adding video episodes and to have more guests on as well. Um, however, having guests is a little bit difficult when you don't have the right equipment. And so I wanted to put myself out there and ask if you would like to support in any way, shape, or form. All of your contributions are going to go towards purchasing the podcast to have guests on the show and the right recording equipment for video production. If you would like to help, we have linked the donate or contribution button. You can either do monthly donations or a one time donation. And we're also going to be linking the Amazon wish list for those of you who would like to just purchase something for the show. Thank you so much. I love you guys. Adios.